Hi guys, I'm Monica Sancio, Vegan Fit, and I'm super excited to finally be recording about coffee versus Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, and basically neurodegenerative diseases, which is the reason that I drink coffee. Of course, I've learned to love it, but you know, when I was younger, I thought it was disgusting, and it smelled bad, and I just didn't like people's breath with coffee, and now I guess I have breath of coffee at least twice a day when I drink it, and I'm drinking it right now, and to your health, I offer coffee. I'm not going to tell you how much to drink because it's really going to depend on how sensitive you are. I don't know your body weight. You may need to drink more or less. I don't know, and it's really good to find out, talk to your doctor, your nutritionist, uh, your health coach, whoever you're working with, and I'm just going to be doing some minimal research with you. I say minimal because there's so much more underneath, and you can always click on the links to know more about the particular studies, but I'm more, most interested or more interested in telling you that there's always a reason for your habits. And sometimes the reasons are codependency. And that's one of the factors that I have been more triggered by. And that's something that I have to work on. It's like, why do I get triggered when people are not living their best life? Why are people uh, doing what they're doing to self-destroy, to not take care of themselves, to not practice self-care, but way the opposite. And those things really trigger me. So I also have to find out within myself, why am I doing that? And what I consider right now in the now, when I'm just sitting here in front of my laptop with my coffee is that in the now I say I do get triggered by people not caring about themselves because I get mad at myself when I'm not taking care of my own self so it's like something that is important to me and just like veganism like I said in my last last podcast it's like you know what everybody can say whatever and they can do whatever because it's their prerogative but eventually you're gonna find what's in your heart and in my heart is the desire to help you, to somehow inspire you, motivate you, energize you, to be fit, healthy, happy, and free, to be better than you were yesterday, to be the best version of yourself, to be your potential. And I really feel like sometimes we need a lot of information, but most of the time it's more about inspiration because the information is there. In fact, I can give you a few links and you can just find out what works for you. By the way, I'm getting these calls even though I have uh, my phone on airplane mode. Why am I getting calls? Hmm, wait a minute. I am checking. I do have airplane mode on. Oh, I'm getting text messages and then notifications. So I also have to get rid of those notifications. You see, I see that most people, by the way, this is something unrelated to coffee. And at the same time, let me take a sip here because coffee makes you more alert. Okay. And coffee may help people that are easily distracted like me. Like some people think that I'm ADD or ADHD or whatever you want to call it. And they want to medicate me. You know, some people think that way. Are you kidding me? You have some coffee. Mm. And you can get all the focus you want. And even if you're easily distracted, in quotes, who isn't in this world? I mean, we can watch movies and videos and listen to music 24-7. I mean, and how do you actually uh, study in a classroom? I mean, I'm wondering that because uh, I, I listen to a high school teacher and I'm like, Really? Uh, I don't know how they do it because I believe in technology. I believe in digital uh, learning and I believe that eventually schools are going to be just, I mean, I think they're obsolete already. 
you know, and I don't mean to offend the person that told me about her experience, but seriously, it's like, geez, I mean, the world has changed. So anyways, the point is that I can focus as much as I want to, when I really want to, when I'm well rested, when I have had my sleep, when I have actually been respectful of my rest periods, which is one of my things, you know, it's one of those habits that I haven't been that good at, rest and sleep, because I just want to squeeze life out of of my life I want to squeeze time out of my time and yes um you know even though yes we are going to talk about coffee and let me put this coffee too back to the coffee pot so that it's still hot when I drink some again and I'm also taking magnesium chloride by the way I started taking it to prevent migraines because sometimes I get them but I shouldn't get any migraines at all you see it's all because of those bad habits And I also made a podcast on migraines. And it's something that I'm also doing some research on and trying to see what works for me. And even though right now I'm not doing one-on-one coaching, I'm going to do this group coaching, which is on that page that I'm leading you to. It's right now, patreon.com slash fit90x. Try it out. Check it out. There's not much content on it yet. In fact, there's only one video. But uh, my objective this weekend, since I rested a lot, yesterday sort of I mean I was kind of distracted by people also I mean I had uh, things that that are private going on but the point is that I didn't really get to work in fact I watched uh, sort of a couple of movies sometimes I don't watch the movies completely and yes um, I gave myself time to be with friends and family and significant other and dating and all this Uh, the point is that you know whatever I do and hey don't take this like I actually did that exactly but I'm just giving you an example of the kinds of days that I can have. And now that I'm learning with a new coach, which I'm not going to mention yet, she is amazing. And um, by the way, I dedicate this podcast to my dear patron sponsor, Safe Haven and Loving Mirror, Chris Key. Thank you, Chris. Chris K, how I call him, Chris Key. You have made such a huge difference in my life. And yes, we're going to talk about coffee, but I did want to, you know, sort of uh, share with you my journey because just because I'm teaching you this, just because I'm sharing this with you doesn't mean that I haven't had issues myself. And I've had uh, sometimes to realize, which is one of the things that I'm working on with this coach is seriously, just be in the now. And I'm pretty good at that. In fact, out of the people that I socialize with, most of the time, it's like, hey, it's uh, absolutely, mm, how should I call it? It's like, I'm the one living in the moment when people are just thinking about the present and the future and especially the past. Oh, did I say present? No, not so much about the present. They're complaining about the problems they had a few days ago or the problem that they have in their mind. And that's what we, we do for the most part. So one of my mm, objectives this weekend is not only to get more work done, but also to be more in the moment and actually embrace what's going on and not think, oh my gosh, I'm recording this podcast. I should be making the video, which is one of the split minds problems that actually creates... Ah, anxiety, okay? And so if you want to avoid, and since we're going to talk about mental health, we're going to talk about keeping our neurons healthy 
having great brain health in general with coffee, for instance, as one of the factors, then absolutely we, we must always and, and uh, absolutely, I think, <laughs> be in the moment. And one of the things that this coach said in one of her videos is that, wow, I love that. And I think she's right on point is that mental disease is mostly caused by people not living in the moment. Think about it. And I'll be right back. Love you so much. And thank you, Chris. Hi guys, so I was talking to you about different subjects, all on fitness, nutrition, personal development, and just feeling good, being at your best, and actually having health that lasts, having that productivity and that wellness that I think we are all able to have no matter what. So fortunately, we can do a lot of things about our health, like drinking coffee, perhaps. Science Daily, your source for the latest research news, says the following. Drinking coffee may reduce your chances of developing Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and this was published November 5th, 2018 by University Health Network. The summary is that a new study suggests drinking coffee may protect you against developing both Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Approximately 500 billion cups of coffee are consumed worldwide each year. A new study out of the Kremble Brain Institute, part of the Kremble Research Institute, suggests there could be more to that morning jolt of goodness than a boost in energy and attention. Drinking coffee may also protect you against developing both Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Coffee consumption does seem to have some correlation to a decreased risk of developing Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's disease, says Dr. Donald Weaver, co-director of the Kremble Brain Institute. But we wanted to investigate why that is, which compounds are involved, and how they may impact age-related cognitive decline. Dr. Weaver enlisted Dr. Ross Mancini, or Mancini, a research fellow in medicinal chemistry, and Yanfei Wang, a biologist, to help. The team chose to investigate three different types of coffee, light roast, dark roast, and decaffeinated dark roast. The caffeinated and decaffeinated dark roast both had identical potencies in our initial experimental tests, says Dr. Mancini. So we observed early on that its protective effect could not be due to caffeine. Dr. Mancini then identified a group of compounds known as phenylindanes, which emerge as a result of the roasting process for coffee beans. Phenyl... Oh my goodness. <laughs> phenylindanes are unique in that they are the only compound investigated in the study that prevent, or rather inhibit, both beta amyloid and tau, two protein fragments common in Alzheimer's and Parkinson's from clumping. So phenylindanes are... A dual inhibitor. Very interesting. We were not expecting that, says Dr. Weaver. As roasting leads to higher quantities of phenylindanes, dark roasted coffee appears to be more protective than light roasted coffee. It's the first time anybody's investigated how phenylindanes interact with the proteins that are responsible for Alzheimer's and Parkinson's, says Dr. Mancini. The next step would be to investigate how beneficial these compounds are and whether they have the ability to enter the bloodstream or cross the blood-brain barrier. The fact 
that it's a natural compound versus synthetic is also a major advantage, says Dr. Weaver. Mother Nature is a much better chemist than we are, and Mother Nature is able to make these compounds. If you have a complicated compound, it's nicer to grow it in a crop, harvest the crop, grind the crop out, and extract it than try to make it. But, he admits, there is much more research needed before it can translate into potential therapeutic options. What this study does is take the epidemiological evidence and try to refine it and to demonstrate that there are indeed components within coffee that are beneficial to warding off cognitive decline. It's interesting, but are we suggesting that coffee is a cure? Absolutely not. And you have the journal reference here in this article by Ross Mancini, or Bentini, Felinlindanes in brewed coffee inhibit amyloid beta and tau aggregation. Frontiers in Neuroscience, 2018. This is just one of the many articles that are so interesting. And of course, you can dive deep into it. For instance, when you read from Healthline, um, did I give you the whole credits of this? And yes, I'm going to link it to the show notes. I'm getting a little bit better at that. And you know what? Like I said at the beginning of my podcast, I'm going to be more in the moment and not be worried about, my, am I going to do it or not do it? Maybe in the past I didn't have the time or I didn't make the time for it. You know what? I'm going to do all that is possible to give you the most information, but mostly I am concerned and focused on giving you inspiration so that you try it out for yourself. Just like I say, hey, be vegan once a week. And then if you feel good, do it twice a week and etc. So same thing goes for exercise. I mean, you start moving, you're going to feel good. It's automatic. You're going to feel better. You're going to smile more. And the endorphins are working for you. So it's like, okay, check it out for yourself. Okay, more in the next segment. Thank you. So, is coffee good for your brain? By Healthline. Coffee is a widely popular drink. It has been unfairly demonized in the past, but is actually very healthy. In fact, coffee is a major source of antioxidants in the Western diet. It's also associated with many health benefits, including a decreased risk of type 2 diabetes and liver disease. By the way, you can check on these links. There's at least four of just the few lines that I read. That's what I love about Healthline. But does coffee also have benefits for your brain? Let's find out. Active ingredients in coffee. Coffee is an incredibly healthy beverage. It contains hundreds of bioactive compounds that contribute to its powerful health benefits. Many of these compounds are antioxidants which fight the damage caused by free radicals in your cells. Here are coffee's most important active ingredients. Caffeine, the main active ingredient in coffee. Caffeine stimulates the central nervous system. It is the most commonly consumed psychoactive substance worldwide. Oh, that reminds me of one of the reports I had done a long, a long time ago when I was working for, well, <laughs> um, as a biologist, actually, and doing a lot of research. Now it's a little bit easier because you don't have to go to special places and libraries and what you call emerotecas, you know. Now, how do you call that? It's like, you know, a special library where you go find out. Anyway, I think uh, you can find most of the research online right now. So aren't we lucky right now? Yeah, anybody can do it. You don't even have to be a scientist. Just have a curious mind. That's my comment. So that's caffeine. Chlorogenic acids, CGAs. These polyphenol antioxidants may benefit some biological pathways such as blood sugar metabolism and high blood pressure, both of which are related to the risk of age-related mental decline. 
Cafesto and Cowell. Wow, I hadn't heard of that one. <laughs> That's me. Present in coffee's natural oil, high amounts of these compounds are found in unfiltered coffee. They may be good for the liver and protect against cancer, but a high intake may raise LDL or the good cholesterol. Trigonelline. This alkaloid, alkaloid compound is unstable at high heat and during roasting forms. Oh, during roasting forms nicotinic acid, also known as niacin or niacin, vitamin B3. Oh my goodness. Again, like I say, oh my goodness, every time I'm like, oh, I misread this or wow, I'm surprised by this compound that I'd never heard before, even as a biologist and specialized in food. And that's why I would say to my friend, hey, that sometimes says, oh, you know it all. Why do you keep researching? Why do you keep studying? And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm always learning something new. Or yes, like he says, I'm also... Uh, re- reviewing things, you know, to make sure they're still updated. But anyways, uh, trigonelline may also prevent dental cavities by inhibiting bacterial growth. Oh, fa- fantastic. I had heard of that. In fact, I had promoted that on my radio shows and many uh, micro programs that I did and the shows on TV, etc. So yes, I had heard of this um, substance uh, indirectly because it protects against the dental cavities, which is great. However, the amounts of these substances in a cup of coffee, coffee may vary. They depend on a number of factors, including the type of coffee beans, how the beans are roasted and how much you drink. I would say, duh. (laughs) So anyway, this article goes on to say, the bottom line, coffee is an incredibly healthy beverage packed with hundreds of biologically active compounds, including caffeine, clotogenic acid, trigonelline, cafestol, and cowell. How would you pronounce that? It's K-A-H-W-E-O-L. Cowell right? Something like that. How does coffee affect the brain? Caffeine affects the central nervous system in several ways. However, the effects are mainly believed to stem from the way caffeine interacts with adenosine receptors. Adenosine is a neurotransmitter in the brain that promotes sleep. Neurons in your brain have specific receptors that adenosine can attach to. When it binds to those receptors, it inhibits the tendency of neurons to fire. This slows neural activity. Adenosine normally builds up during the day and eventually makes you drowsy when it's time to go to sleep. Caffeine and adenosine have a similar molecular structure. So when caffeine is present in the brain, it competes with adenosine to bind to the same receptors. However, caffeine doesn't slow the firing of your neurons like adenosine does. Instead, it prevents adenosine from slowing you down. So caffeine promotes central nervous system stimulation, making you feel alert. Caffeine is the key reason why coffee boosts brain function. This stimulant blocks adenosine, an inhibitory neurotransmitter in the brain that makes you sleepy, and that's the bottom line. How caffeine can boost brain function. Studies have shown that caffeine can boost brain function in the short term. This is largely because it blocks adenosine from binding to its receptors. Wait a minute. Oh, I had read something similar, right? But caffeine also stimulates the central nervous system by promoting the release of other neurotransmitters, including noradrenaline, dopamine, and serotonin. Caffeine may improve various aspects of brain function, including mood, reaction time, vigilance, attention, learning, and 
excellent general mental function. That being said, you may develop a tolerance to caffeine over time. This means you will need to consume more coffee than before to get the same effects. Bottom line, caffeine causes changes in several neurotransmitters that can, can and may improve mood, reaction time, learning, and vigilance. Yay! Caffeine and memory. Coffee and caffeine may also affect your memory, but the researches on this are mixed or is mixed the research yeah some studies have found that caffeine may enhance short-term memory other studies report no effects on memory or have even found that caffeine impaired performance on memory tasks researchers still debate the effects of caffeine on long long-term memory however one small study found that caffeine may improve long-term memory when administered after learning when the subjects consumed a caffeine tablet after studying a series of images their ability to recognize these images 24 hours later was strengthened. Caffeine also appeared to make these memories more resistant to being forgotten compared to the placebo group. Coffee and fatigue or tiredness. The main reason why people drink coffee is to feel more energized and awake. So it's no surprise that research has shown caffeine may suppress feelings of fatigue. However, the energy boosts boost only lasts for a certain amount of time before it starts to wear off. Then you may feel you need another, another cup. Just make sure not to consume large amounts of coffee in the, or in caffeine, right, in the late afternoon or evening, since it might disrupt your sleep at night. I would say, yeah, we know that, right? If drinking coffee, I hope we know that. Sometimes I drink a little bit later than I should or that I'm supposed to. Oh, by the way, using should, should, should all the time is not a good thing. So, you know, let's embrace where we are right now and let's just, you know, dive in and flow into our new, beautiful, amazing habits. And that's it, you know? If something feels good to you and feels natural, keep on doing it. Okay, that was just my tip to myself and to you because uh, that should, should, should is like being super judgmental even with ourselves and it doesn't lead us anywhere except feeling <laughs> that, like that. So I know I want to feel more relaxed and healthier all the time and I hope you do too because maybe that's the reason you're listening to me. For some reason, you want to be energized all the time and feel so good that woo, you would just want to jump up and down in gratitude. That's how I feel right now. And yeah, Yes, um, let's continue with the article. If drinking coffee reduces the quality of your sleep, then it will be likely to have the opposite effect and impair your overall brain function. Yeah, that makes sense. Coffee may reduce the risk of Alzheimer's disease and dementia. Alzheimer's disease is the most common cause of dementia worldwide. It generally starts slowly but gets more severe over time. Alzheimer's causes memory loss as well as problems with thinking and behavior. There is currently no known cure. Interestingly, diet-related factors may affect your risk of developing Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia. Observational studies, the ones I love, by the way, that do not harm animals, they just study what humans and humans or however you want to call us are are experimenting and what results we get and you know just seeing tendencies and studying that over time is the smartest way to know what's good for us I consider so they have associated uh, regular moderate coffee consumption with up to 65% lower risk of getting Alzheimer's Wow, and there's five links here for you to click on if you want to know details of the studies. However, the protective effects of coffee and caffeine have not been confirmed by randomized controlled trials. Coffee and Parkinson's disease. And why am I so into Parkinson's? Well, because my dad was such a happy, incredible person. 
until he got Parkinson's and then you know it just maybe he became better because of it and that's all relative and you know my family can have their own opinion but my heart goes out to him because he didn't deserve to have such a debilitating disease for no reason except that who knows maybe he could have drunk more coffee and you know I'm protecting myself and telling my family to take it also or to take uh, precautions in, in many other areas also you know I, I'm so sorry about my dad and you know it's rare that I'm not crying in this exact moment but I do whenever I think of him and you know crying gratitude for everything he taught me and one of the most important things is you know you got to do what you love and do it with love and that was like the best thing that my dad taught me and my dad unfortunately I lived too many years and yes he thrived yes he was just like the warrior he never complained he was like a saint in that sense but still I mean if you can prevent that from happening to you or your family please you know what does it take just drink some coffee I tell you I didn't even like it like I said at the beginning so let me continue on with this article and let's uh, reach a conclusion at the end so Parkinson's disease is a chronic disorder of the central nervous system it's characterized by the death of nerve cells in the brain that secrete dopamine and are important for muscle movement yes I would add it's about coordination and yes the substantia nigra and it's very interesting I I used to study that a lot but anyways um, that's a very good way to simplify it because it's all about dopamine and that's what uh, Parkinsonians are mostly taking or taking that plus other medicine for the side effects of the drug so it's ah okay Monica uh, don't get too emotional about it okay I'm like okay uh, let's just say that coffee may prevent Parkinson's and yes it says here that Parkinson's mainly affects movement and often includes tremors there's no known cure for this disease which makes prevention particularly important interestingly studies show that coffee may help prevent this disease that's exactly the point a large review study reported a 29% lower risk of Parkinson's disease in people who drank three cups of coffee a day or per day. Consuming five cups didn't seem to add much benefit, indicating that more is not necessarily better. The caffeine in coffee appears to be the active ingredient responsible for these protective effects. There you go. Should you be drinking coffee? When consumed in moderation, coffee can be very good for your brain. In the short term, it may improve mood, vigilance, learning, and reaction time. Long-term use may protect against brain diseases like Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. Although many of these studies are observational, meaning they can't prove cause and effect, they strongly suggest that coffee is good for your brain. However, moderation is key. When consumed in excess, caffeine can cause anxiety, jitters, heart palpitations, and sleep problems. Some people are sensitive to caffeine, while others can drink many cups per day without any side effects. That being said, some people definitely need to limit their caffeine intake, including children, adolescents, and pregnant women. For people who tolerate it, coffee can provide many impressive benefits for the brain. So thank you very much, Healthline.com who wrote this article that's always, um, it's written by Refna Palzdotir, MS, on August 12th, uh, 2016. And the good thing is that it's all evidence-based. Like I said, you can click on it. So it's really good research. And thank you so much for this information, which really basically saves us time in doing the research ourselves. But of course, uh, ourselves. And you know, there's many questions like, how much should I drink? I, I can drink like three cups, but 
are those really big cups maybe uh, three half cups but they're more concentrated so you know there's a lot for you to think about talk to your doctor your nutritionist I think I told you all this but also you know one of the things I invite you to do is be in touch with your body I mean listen to your body what is it telling you is this good for me because when I drink too much my body tells me stop you don't need it it's like you had enough coffee darling keep drinking your teas and that's the thing that tea is not the same as coffee even if it also has some caffeine so you know we we have to keep on asking ourselves our bodies if it's good for us and I just invite you to try it out you know it may be good for you may not but to believe that you can't have coffee just like no alcohol and uh, I wouldn't recommend drugs as, as such but still you know there's some things that are relative. It's like, is it better to be not drinking any alcohol at all? I would say, according to all the studies from Berkeley Wellness Letter and everything that I had researched in the past to uh, precisely to prepare myself to give advice is also, it's like, I invite you to drink, but if you're, you don't want to drink, I'm not going to make you drink alcohol. But, you know, a little bit of alcohol combined with food and company makes a difference in your life and it may make you healthier. And I think coffee is about the same. It's like something that's been possibly, um, unfortunately, in, accused in the past of being bad for us, like coffee and alcohol, may actually be really, really good for us. So think about it. And for me, my brain health is more important than anything. It's like, oh, you're not supposed to take coffee uh, supposedly because it creates cellulite on your body I was even thinking about that is it possible that you may get more cellulite uh, well th one of the things I've uh, also done research on is that you know when you use coffee in creams or you know the coffee grounds it may work as an exfoliant and it may be good for you topically speaking but then some people say that it may not be good for your cellulite I'm talking about women here mostly it's like if you drink a lot of coffee, it, it produces toxins and it may produce cellulite. Is that true? Does it make any sense to you? Does it make any science? In any case, you know, to tell you the truth, I'd rather exercise more, do whatever I need to do to have less cellulite on my body that I take care of a lot. And, you know, for me, my brain health is way more important than any little topical details and, let's say, aesthetics. Okay, just for you to know. Okay, and yes, uh, there's a lot of things to, to talk about and to think about. But thank you so much for listening, for sharing, for subscribing, for supporting this podcast. I appreciate you. And remember, eat and drink mostly plant based towards vegan. Move around more, get physical, and stay positive. Focus on the good that's in your life right now and try to make a difference wherever you are because you being your potential, because you being healthy, happy, and free, being fit, being at your best makes all the difference in the world. Thank you so much. Mwah. Love and light. Kisses and hugs.